0: What's up, technology family? Welcome back to another episode of the Technology News Talk, and I hope y'all had a great and awesome Fourth of July weekend this past weekend. So, um, so without further ado, let's get started with some some news today. So, uh, let's hit uh, right at the top with some with some sports news. So, um, in case y'all didn't know, if y'all saw my uh instagram uh stories i attended the aew dynamite aka road rager that happened uh at at the james l knight center in miami and let me tell you something that was a good experience uh like it's like the good it's like the good old days from uh it's like the good old days from wwe but with um aw's uh flavor into it like it was a full house it was the first um, show since um since last year that they had live fans in attendance, never from from the pandemic. So this was their first show on the road, and uh, and the show uh, and the show was great. So I'm just going to uh, quickly break break down for all the um, for all the wrestling fans out there, uh, and of course like all the all the sports news that I'm going to be covering. That's going to be for the. Um, the Respect the Combat uh, podcast and uh, we will be um, be taking a break due to um, uh, personal reasons, but I will try to cover as much of Respect the combat news here on the Technology New as possible. So um, so without further and let's get started with that everything that happened at um, at AEW Dynamite Road Rager. So for up front at the top You had Cody Rose defeated QT Marshall in a South Beach strap match so they went with the old school rules as far as the strap and you had to touch all four corners and, uh, to in order to win so every, and, like at the end of the match like the whole uh, like that like the whole crowd was like was like into it and then like well first well well first off like it started off slow at the beginning and then um then right up to it at the at the end the whole crowd was uh, was in it so um, it was a pretty good match to, uh, to, to start with so and um, saw so that and then um we got a little um, segment with um with Sean Spears and Sammy Gabar Sammy Gabar getting payback on Sean Spears that was, what happened last week to him so um and then we go into another segment with um, the AEW World Chain Kenny Omega that led to the Dark Order coming to the ring. And all chaos happened. Then uh, the Good Brothers come in. And then well, before you know it. Hey May Adam Page come in. And then we got a stare down. With um with Hey May Outta Page and Kenny Omega. So that match could happen down the road. At some point. Maybe at Fight for the Feather. Or maybe all the way to All Out. So. In case y'all didn't know. They was former tag team champions together so so that could be a um an history rivalry that 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 could happen excuse me uh, one yeah excuse me yeah i caught a little cold but i'm back so um so after that, man, then um, Jim Ross, good old Jim Ross, sit down with um, Ethan Page and Darby Allen. We were supposed to get a a first ever AEW coffin match without Ethan Page and Darby Allen, but um, that got moved due to PR reasons uh, after after everything that happened with the um, with the Surfside Miami condo uh, incident that happened. So. I feel like that was a good move to, uh, to, uh, to postpone it, uh, to, to to next week, because you don't want to put that, uh, match, uh, the way everything that's happening with the, um, Uh. with everything that's happening with the search of, um, with the search side, uh, condo that's happening, so, uh, so we are getting this match, and, um, next week, during night one uh, Fighter Fest in Austin, Texas. So that's going to be very interesting. So, uh, next up, we have the Pinnacle of FTR Warlow versus the Inner Circle with Santana Ortiz and Jake Hager. So, the Pinnacle got a win over there uh, in the Trios match. Next up, we have MJF. And Chris Jericho in the ring. So, they agreed to have uh, uh, well, one, a third final match. But MJF um, laid out his, his stipulations is that you got to win four matches in order to get a match with MJF. So, Chris Jericho agreed. And then by the end of it, he knocked him out with the Jews of the fact. And then backstage you had the AEW Women's World Champion Break Breaker. Talking about her, um, her oncoming match with um against uh, Nyla Rose on night two of Fighter Fest for the for the for the title. And then afterwards we had the, the debut match of Andre. Idolo versus Matt Sydal. Of course, we all know Andre is gonna win. That's no, that's no surprise there. And then um, after that, we got a video promo with Matt Hardy and Christian Cage. Um, they're gonna have their match next week on Fighter Fans Night One. And then after that video promo, yeah, we saw. R. and in the ring. Lights out. Before you know it, Alistair Black. Or Tommy Ann or uh, Malachi Black, whatever you call him, he has arrived. Not only kick R. Anderson, but also kick Cody Rhodes with black mass in the face. Wow! All I gotta say, wow! And um, and I'm gonna um get my opinion on that, and uh, and also with um with the Selena Vegas situation uh, in the moments after this, but um, <clears throat> next up you had the uh the Blade and the Bunny. Against Chris Chris Stanliner or Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy Stanlyner pick up the win, and then uh, and then the main event that featured Eddie Kingston and Penta is El Zio versus the Young Bucks in a street fight for the AEW World War Tag Team Championships. The Young Bucks retain. That no surprise there. So I'm just wondering. Who the hell's which team gonna take the titles from them? So, um other than that, that was a great show. I think the biggest surprise of the show was Alistair Black, Tommy and uh Michael guy Black showing up in AEW. So and I know for sure he's gonna do great things in AEW better than what he did in WWE. And speaking of that, as you all know, his wife, Selena Vega is back in WWE and this begs the question uh, why did she go back after what happened to her when she got fired in the first place after a tweet about unionization and her not giving up her third world party band such as twitch and also creating a, only a fans account so I don't know why so to me her coming back to the WWE it just sets her up for another failure. Another burial. That's just uh that's just my opinion on that. So she just sets her up for failure. I'm sorry. She just she could have just went to AW be the mouthpiece again for Andrade. But um It is what it is. But um Um, Moving on, so, as of last Tuesday, the NBA Finals have started, and this is a very interesting NBA Finals, so, we have the Milwaukee Bucks, the Eastern Conference champions, versus the Phoenix Suns, the Western Conference champions, and this is very interesting. So, as for the Bucks, they're going for their first title since the 70s. I repeat the 70s is when they won the last uh, NBA title. And then for the Suns, they're going for their very first title. They ain't never won a championship. So again, this is very interesting go, so um as y'all know I'm going for the um I'm going for the Suns to win it all. Cause I want uh one of my boys, um Chris Paul, as a good neighbor state farmers there. Uh, you know for the commercials <laughs> uh, to win the um, uh, the NBA finals and um, I'm probably going to predict It's going to be um, a 4-3 as far as the series goes But yeah um, that, that, That's my uh, pick to, uh, to to win the, um, the whole NBA finals and um, And uh, moving on as you know this Saturday we have UFC 264 coming up the uh this Saturday. So as from the card as we're, 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 we're as we're looking at here so starting off with um the built away match with um Sean O'Malley versus good uh, Chris uh, so um I'm going with Sean Wizard to win this match and then the women's built away match with um Irene Adeline versus uh Ya So this is so this gonna be um, this is a very toss up match but um I'm have to say younger but we're gonna get the win on that one and then um in a heavyweight class match we have Ty to survive versus Greg Hardy so um, I think Ty gonna get that boy to get that win on that one and then the co main event the want to weigh match with the the Gilbert Burns versus a Thompson, so um Gilbert Burns gonna go get, get a win on that one and then The main event the light heavyweight match with Dustin pure versus Conor, Conor McGregor so again another toss up here, but um Even though I uh, I want to say Conor McGregor, but I think Dustin might man might, might get that get the win on that one so that's my predictions for this Saturday's uh, UFC 264 And, um, yep, that's my, uh, the the prediction for that. And then, um, uh, moving on, um, uh, uh, to to the next topic. So, we got some more updates as it pertains to the, uh, um, the the 2021 Olympics. So, it says here that, um, from Yahoo Sports that Japan declares a state of emergency, Olympics still on but without fans in Tokyo. And this is what they said. The Japanese government on Thursday announced that it will be restricted uh, measurements to counter COVID-19 service in the capital to make sure it takes an effect next week. And last duration of the games will officially begin on July 23rd and end August 8th. Hours after the announcement, Olympics organizations walked back a previous decision to allow Spectre to attend the event. Following an urgent late-night meeting, they announced that there is no fans at the competitions held in Tokyo and other regions affected by the state of emergency. Organizations have not yet made a final decision on whether they bar fans from the events held anywhere around the country. Some soccer and baseball software games, among other events, will be held in regions not covered by the emergency measures. In those regions local government authorities will meet and declare special measurements and consult with the local governments based on the situation at each uh, uh arena so i mean it is what it is but i don't know how it is and um as far as the COVID 19 spread uh, um in japan but um i guess that they got to do with what they, they got to do to keep everyone safe uh, social distancing i mean we still in this pandemic situation even though we are Getting the vaccines uh, um, here in um, in America. I don't know how the other countries is. Uh, um, they're trying to get back on their feet. But um, again, it is what it is. But um, some of, uh, we're still excited to see um, the Olympics uh, coming up, and, um, and and when it got postponed last year. And we're finally going to uh, be, uh, be able to get it. So that's a good, good important thing. And also a good point thing to keep everyone safe uh, as far as it is. But um, yeah. So um, yeah. So um, I'm uh, moving on from from that. Uh, that's all the um, uh, the the sports news that that is happening. And um, yeah, I'm uh, moving on to the next topic. So, Peacock will become a pay one partner for all Universal movies after HBO deal expiry at the end year. So, here's what it says uh, during the deadline. As Universal to TV partnership with HBO is inspired at the year's end, the studio's streaming service, Peacock, will officially take place starting into 2022. All Universal Films and Entertainment Groups theatrical releases starting next year will play on Peacock during each pick, Pay One Partner TV window, which in the 21 days after the title theatrical release, each movie will come available on Peacock for a standard exclusive four month window followed by a last four month in a traditional eight month pay one period. During the middle of 10 months, the studio film product will be licensed to additional partners prior to the pandemic, theatrical releases typically hit pay cables to channels, some 23 days following their theatrical release. Under the new Peacock deal, there's a significant window crunch. I'm told that with all UFE movies We'll go through a typical POD, a home entertainment sale through a theatrical window before arriving um, at Peacock. So, as you already know, one of the new movies, um, Boss Baby Two: Back in Business, um, was in theaters and also streaming on Peacock. So that begs the question: So, um, um, we don't know how the success did with um with Boss Baby Two um being playing in theaters and also streaming on peacock we don't know the um well, well what happened there how much is it going to be so um this is um uh very interesting so um as you already know a lot of studio companies are trying to get the rights back from certain companies as your hbo Mac, uh um at hbo is um uh want to company as um so it is going to be very interesting to see how that's going to be how that's going to unfold but um it is what it is so it's going to be um (laughs) excuse me Yeah, so the, the, so don't expect to see a lot of um, Universal movies um, um beyond HBO Max for too long, as um they are, they are going to be transitioned to um uh, the transfers over to Peacock. So that's what I'm seeing as far as the um the article that that they're saying. So that's how it's going to be. But um, um, moving on. So this one is going to be um this was another sad news as you already know. In um, the past couple of days, uh, Richard Donner had, has passed away. So, um, in case you don't know, um, he, uh, he directed one of the greatest um, uh, superhero movies, uh, Superman, and also there uh, a lot of really great other movies such as The Goonies and one of the best um, buddy cop uh, franchise movies, uh, Lead the Weapon. So, um. um as far as that, I didn't pay to uh, when I was a lot younger. I, I didn't pay attention to a lot of a lot of the uh, the, uh, the credit names, a lot of the filmmakers' names, um, until I got uh, I a little bit older. So um, so so yeah. So uh, we just want to. I just want to say uh, thank you, Richard Donner, for making our, our childhood dreams that uh, magical. And um, so yeah. So rest in peace, bro. And um. So without further ado, moving on to the next topic. Um, this one is going to be um, a movie review, and uh, this is going to be on the uh, the the Tomorrow War, um, which it was uh, streaming on, on Amazon Prime. Uh, this was uh, directed by uh, Chris um, McKay. So um, he did uh, both of the of the Lego Movie, and um, and also he was a part of the. Uh, Robot Chicken series. So, and it's also uh stars uh, uh, uh Chris Pratt in this movie. So um, uh, my initial thoughts um, this was way longer than it should have been. Um, even though this was like two hours and eleven minutes, but it felt like a three-hour uh, movie. And uh, yeah, but um, other than that, Chris Pratt uh, did good. Um. Uh, the little girl, uh, who played, uh, Chris, uh, uh who played Chris, uh, her daughter in movies, uh, she did, uh, she also did great in the movie, and, uh, I felt like she did great than the other, um, adult movie, uh, um, adult actor in this film, so, um, uh, other than that, um, this movie was definitely made for, uh, definitely made for streaming, um, uh, before, uh, Amazon picked up the rights, but, uh, it was, a uh, it's actually made for the, uh, for theaters, so, I'm glad that, uh, Amazon, uh, pick up the, um, pick up the rights, uh, to let it stream, uh, uh, let it stream on Prime, and, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, the action, the concept, uh, the performances, again, from, uh, from Chris Pratt and Sammy Richardson, and, um, yeah, the, um, yeah. Yeah, the, the 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 movie uh the the the, it was good, It, it was uh, good, but um, again, like I said, the runtime was kind of too long, in my opinion. So um, yeah, but um, I'll give this movie a, um I'll give this movie a C plus, but um, yeah, and um, uh, that's all. I have for you guys today, uh, let me know in the comment section below. Uh, what are your thoughts? Of, uh, thoughts and opinions um, uh, That discussed today if you're watching on YouTube and of course uh, if you're listening on Anchor Google podcast and Spotify Go into the uh, in the link in the description below To the YouTube link and post your comments uh, there as well and other than that This is Trico, and I'm signing off. Peace.